It's your boy Drew Moore, and I'm back for more talk, baby. It's your boy Drew Moore. So, after my divorce, I found myself looking for love in all the wrong places. I sound like Jaheen. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Right? And I was going out and I was being loved, genuine love. <clears throat> but the problem was I, I was forcing myself to love someone to be complete. Right? Some of y'all know exactly what I'm talking about because you do it all the time. You go out here and you find someone to love you so you can feel complete, so you can hide and mask what you feel. You know how they say to get over someone, you, you get with someone else? That's a lot of mess. It is. It's a lot of mess. But see, that's what we do. To try to give, get over one man, you get with another. To get over one woman... You get with another. So you don't have to deal with the pain that you really should go through. Because, see, when you go through this pain, you're releasing the toxins that's been built up on the inside of you. You know how you get sick and you go through this process of sick and then when you start to get better, everything starts to drain out of you? Your nose start running. You start sweating a lot more. And But you can feel your body rejuvenating. You can feel your body coming back together. You're releasing those toxins. You're releasing all the stuff that's on the inside of you that was weighing you down. You're releasing them back into the atmosphere where they belong. Now, I, I know that I'm not being 100% accurate. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the medic. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. So in this process of going through hurt and pain, you have to be able to go through that process so you can release that, so you can be better for yourself and for somebody else. But see, we don't do that. We just jump into something else and they on purpose love you when you don't love yourself. And then later on, when the relationship goes bad, you're wondering why and you're blaming somebody else for the things that you done and you created so I want to call this episode damaged goods you heard me damaged goods we all been damaged goods I don't care if you male or female you've been damaged goods now what did you do by being damaged goods? Now, some of y'all are even saying right now, so let me back up. You're saying, Drew, what, you, what is damaged goods? So I'm glad you asked that question. So what I did, I took the liberty of going on Merriam-Webster Dictionary, okay? Let's be politically correct. So you have the exact and correct answer verbatim 
from the dictionary. Okay, so let's 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 look at this. The definition of damaged goods. Hold on, I, I lost. Let me let me pull it back up. A person considered to be flawed or spoiled in character. Efficiency. Okay, let's scroll down a little bit more because I, I got another one for you. Products that are broken, cracked, or scratched. But here's the one that I really like, the informal definition. A person who is considered to be no longer desirable or valuable because of something that has happened. A person whose reputation is damaged. Mm. I'm going to say that again. A person who is considered to be no longer desirable or valuable because of something that has happened. But let me go back to the to the actual, that was an informal definition. So let me go back to the actual definition. It says products that are broken, cracked, or scratched. Then the informal is a person who is considered to be no longer desirable or valuable because of something that has happened. Now, can we be that product? Can we join them two together, those two definitions together? Can we be that product who is considered to be no longer desirable or valuable because of something that has happened? Let's think about that. When you go into a grocery store, right? You go in there, you go grocery shopping. You got a few things you got to pick up for dinner tonight. Whatever it is you got going on, you got to go pick up this stuff. You go down the, the can aisle. Where all the canned goods are. You look up on the shelf, you got to get some sweet corn for the night. <clears throat> you go along with your fried chicken, your cornbread, your greens, and whatever else, whatever else you're having for the night. Some of y'all probably don't even cook that way on a regular night. I do. But anyways, let's keep it moving. You go down that aisle, so you say, I got to get some sweet corn. And you reach for the can, and you pick it up, and you notice on the other side there's a dent on the side, and there's a dent on the top. So what do you say? Oh, no. And you put it back. You scoot it out the way, and you grab the next can behind it. Or you may reach all the way in the back like some people do and say, I'm going for the back. Reach all the way in the back, pull the ones in the back out because nobody's barely touched them. So, you know, those should be in pretty good condition. So, you did that. And then you took that can. Now, here's a question. When you went to the store to buy the, to buy the food and you bought your corn, did you go to buy the can or did you, buy what's, did you go to buy what's in the can? Because we're not going to eat the can. We're going to eat the contents that's in the can. But see, you didn't want to buy the broken can. You didn't want to buy the dented can. Why? Because it don't come off to be desirable or valuable anymore. Because of what has happened to it. What had happened was the dent made the can look no longer desirable or valuable. So we threw the can to the side and picked up a, a brand new can that looks good. Because our perception is... 
If something's wrong with the can, something's wrong with the food. I mean, am I, am I, am I joking? Am I, am, I, am I telling the truth? The perception is, if the can is bad, the food is bad. Now, we may not think that on purpose. Unconsciously, that's what we did. Because if that's the case, then why did we just take the bad can? Because what we need is that the contest is in the can. We don't want the can. But we don't buy those. Right? So what if there was no other cans left? Some of us would not even worry about it. We said we go get the frozen vegetables. <laughs> so let me ask you this before I go any further with that. Could that be you? Now you're looking at me saying, could what be me? Could you be that can of corn? Sit on the shelf because you're damaged goods and you're not desirable or feel valuable anymore or things don't happen to you that scarred you that you haven't been able to get over because they cheated on you. He cheated on you. She cheated on you. She, he called you out your name. She called you out your name. Always want to fight. He was abusive. She was abusive. Damaged goods. So now you can't you can't get right in another relationship because you always got you on your P's and Q's to make sure they're not about to do the same thing that the last person did. You haven't you haven't gotten over it. And so now you got this big wall up that you need somebody to take a you want somebody to chisel it down little by little to prove to you that they can love you. And all the time they're showing you and showing you and showing you and you fighting them because of what happened in your past because you haven't been able to get over it. Mommy wasn't there in your life. So you don't know how to be a better woman. Daddy wasn't in your life. So that gave you a reason not to be a better man. Damaged goods. So if you will pass by the damaged goods in the in in the uh on the grocery aisle, what makes you think nobody gonna pass you by? See, the only advantage that you have over a can of corn is that you have the ability to sell yourself. See, when the cans go bad and nobody's buying them in the store, what happens is the company can't keep them in the store too long. So they create a bin in the middle of the aisle and they tell you, put a sign on size for sale, buy one, get one, 50% off. lowest price whatever the case is they got tags on them stickers on them whatever it is they, they put all the stuff on it because they got to get out of the store because they're either about to expire or they've been damaged because they're no longer desirable or seem to be valuable anymore but see what you do is you'll take your goods that's damaged but see nobody knows they're damaged because you you can hide it a little bit better you can polish it up with makeup you can polish it up with some fingernails. You can go to the salon, hair in the hair salon, in the nail salon, and get your hair done and get your finger and your toes did. So you polish up the damaged part, right? And then you present yourself as if you're not broken. 
But then you go out here and perform with a front as if you have yourself together knowing you beat up from the feet up, messed up from the head up. Because what's on the inside is what counts. That's what nobody sees. Just like that can of corn. You see the outside and don't even want it. When it's the inside that counts. But for you, your insides has to show. See, you put on this mask for so long, but you have to get comfortable at some point. And when you get comfortable, the real you has to come out. So all the damaged stuff that's on the inside weighing you down because you put on a different representative of who you are, it's going to show itself at some point. Man or woman. It's going to show itself. The covers are going to be pulled off and you're going to be exposed. But see, the problem is you don't want, you no, I take that back. You want to heal. You don't want to be damaged, but you're too lazy to go through the healing process. You don't, you don't want to go through the healing process. What you want to do is jump into something else and hoping they'll make you feel all lovey-dovey and you'll feel this way and, you know, you ain't got to worry about it no more because everything is now good because he loves me or she loves me. So you don't have to worry about that anymore because it's all taken care of. No, it's not because what's on the inside has to come out. So that the man thinketh in his heart, equivalent to mind, body, and soul, so is he. You, you are where you are in life because of who you are. You are where you are right now in your life. If you like it or not, you are where you are right now because of who you are. Because whatever you think in your mind, body, and soul, that's who you are. And you can only go as far as your mind can take you. You can only go as far as your thought process. And see, because you have not healed, you can't go any further in life because you're still hurting on the inside. And what's on the inside must come out. Then you wonder why men sleep around with women and 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 women. If a man really get to the root cause of why they're doing it, I guarantee you'll find out there's some hurt going on. I guarantee you'll find out that he's damaged goods. Somebody along the way has disappointed him. And he has he has not ever once taken care of that problem. He never healed from that. So what we do, he finds avenues to put a mask on it. So he go get he goes and gets high. He goes and get drunk. He goes and have sex from woman to woman. Now he wants to be in a relationship. He wants to be committed. But see, he don't know how. Because he's still blaming 
daddy for not being there because daddy didn't teach him how to be a man. She's still blaming mommy. Why she's sleeping with man to man? Why she can't excel in business or at her job? Or she can't excel in being a mother? She's still blaming mommy. She's not going to blame herself because see, on the inside, she hasn't dealt with that seven-year-old girl. Or he hasn't dealt with that 10-year-old boy. He, they, you haven't dealt with that. And then you grow up in your 30s and 40s. And some even in their 50s. And still have the brain of that 7 or that 10-year-old. Because you're still yearning for something that you haven't got, you haven't healed from. You have to let that go. Or you'll stay stuck. Your damaged goods. Your damaged goods. You have to let it go. You have to heal. We have too many. We have too many life coaches as myself. You ain't got to use me. I can refer you to some. You have too many psychiatrists, therapists, counselors. You have so many available resources to you to begin the healing process. Pastors, members of the church that you can trust. These these resources are set in place for a reason. And you don't want to get the help you need because you've been so consumed in your mess you can't even swim or dig your way out of it. And then you blame everybody else for why you're going through what you're going through. I had a conversation with somebody the other day and she told me, she said, you know, her boyfriend had cheated on her. And she just don't understand why when the relationship was going so good and so well, what, what happened? And see, so y'all know me. I'll have that conversation with you, but we got to get down to the root cause. I asked her, I said, have you been cheating on your, in your past relationships? She said, yeah. I said, what about the one before that? She was like, Yeah. I can't seem to find the right man they want to do right. I said, maybe it ain't the man. I mean, yeah, do the man have a part to play in that? Absolutely. I said, but maybe it ain't the man. She said, but I'm doing everything I know how to, I did I'm supposed to do as a woman. I said, maybe you're damaged goods. See, what happens is you don't understand that you're damaged goods. So when I broke it down to her, I said, so what happens is they see you they took you home, but they didn't see that they didn't see you as being desirable or valuable. You were just something to play with. I said, where'd you meet him at? I said, because if you tell me you met him in a club or you met him in the bar, maybe even a party. Depends on 
depends on what type of party it was. It's why you're probably in that position. See, I know what I'm about to say right now is about to ruffle a few feathers, but you know me, I don't care. This is more talk. 99.9% of people that go to the club and, and end up hooking up with somebody in that club would not be great for any type of relationship together. You was a piece of meat when they met you. You wasn't desirable. You was desirable sexually. You wasn't valuable. You was a piece of meat. You was a toy. You was something to play with. See, when you walked up in there with that little short, short, short skirt on, no matter what the weather's like, it's wintertime and you walking in with the short, short skirt on in the middle of the snow. Freezing cold. Yeah, freezing cold. And you think he didn't look at you like a piece of meat? You did that to yourself. You didn't see yourself as being valuable. You didn't see your self-worth. So now you, you're, like a, you're like a bait on a hook trying to catch a fish. And now you caught him and now you want to complain about him. You hooked him. You baited him. Well, I just wanted to go out and have a drink and have a good time and, 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 and dance a little bit with my homegirls. And that was the only place, the club is the only place you can go do that. Only place you can go dance and have a good time and listen to some music. You could have that in the comfort of your own home. Now, I, I understand. I do understand that you want to go out and have fun. But you and but you had to dress that way, right? So is it that you feel some way about yourself? See, that's the part we don't want to talk about. So how did you, how do you feel about yourself when you put that dress on that skirt on? What was you thinking when you put that short short top on to show everything but your breasts? How was you feeling? You was feeling good because you thought you was looking good, right? But on the inside, what was you feeling? What was you saying to yourself? You were saying this is presentable for a sophisticated woman with values and morals and respect for herself? Mm. Is, that, is that what you really said? Because I, I doubt that's what you said to yourself. Damaged goods. So you walk, so man, you walk up in the club or at the bar with your fitted shirt on because you've been in the gym working out a little bit. And now you wanna you wanna show your body off. So you walk in any you walk in, you going everywhere in the world. You can go to places that you don't even go to. Now you're trying to go everywhere so you can be seen. You fresh to death. You you got a little build about yourself, and now you're feeling good. So now you're gonna go out on a little hunt. See, we used to do what we call parking lot pimping. We'll just go, we get fresh to death. We ain't even going to the club. We'll just sit outside the club and wait for you to come out. And then we'll just reel you in. Yo, my, what up? 
damaged goods. Because you ain't got no, you, you, you looking for something, you looking for love in all the wrong places, said Jaheem. You're looking for love in all the wrong places. So you get what you get because that's how far your mind can take you. Because you haven't been through the healing process first. See, when you go through the healing process, this process is not just going to heal you. It's going to change your mindset. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're going to start to think differently. You're going to learn some things about yourself and why you went through the things you went through. You're not just going to blame everybody else for your shortcomings anymore. But see, that only happens when you're damaged goods. You don't see the value or the desire within yourself anymore. That wick has been blown out and you can't even light it. But we'll keep jumping from place to place Business to business, job to job, relationship to relationship, because we don't know who we are. And you want somebody else to love you. So when you go pass up the can and get the other beautiful can, and then you say, well, I don't understand. I'm a good woman. I'm a good man. Why am I always single? Why can't I find somebody? All the wrong, it seems like all the people that are not doing good got somebody, but the one that's doing well, I can't catch nobody. But are you doing well? Maybe the ones that look like they ain't got nothing going for themselves on the outside, maybe they feeling all right for themselves on the inside. Maybe they don't care. Mr. T said, I pay the fool. I pay the fool. This man will put on some combat boots, a muscle shirt, some cami trousers. You know, for some of y'all don't know what that is. The, the camouflage, the fatigue pants. A mohawk and some chains around his neck. And look at you and tell you, I pity the fool. Meaning, I feel sorry for you. I feel bad for you. He didn't care how you seen him. He was confident within himself. He know who he was. No matter how he looked, and we think we thought he looked as funny as I don't know what. This man dressed like this. But he'll look at you and tell you, but I pity the fool. I feel bad for you, is what he said. Don't feel bad for me, because I'm comfortable with who I am. I don't need validation from no one to feel good about myself. But you do. I pity the fool. I don't need nobody to tell me they love me because I love myself. I don't need nobody to tell me which way I need to go because I know where I got to go and I know where I'm headed because I know my purpose in life. But you don't. I pity the fool. I don't need nobody to tell me that I look good. I'm beautiful. I'm sexy. I'm gorgeous. I know that. I appreciate it. But you need somebody to tell you that. I pay the fool. I don't need nobody to tell me if I'm a great parent or a bad parent. 
I know who I am. I know what I do. What you say to me don't dictate my life. With God's help, I dictate my life. But you need somebody to tell you that to keep you motivated. I pay you the fool. I don't have to have sex with with Jane and Keisha and and Tasha and Felicia and whoever else to feel good about myself. Anymore. But you do. I pay you the fool. I'm not hiding behind a mask. I live my life an open book for the world to see. No matter what you say, you can't damage me. You can't bring me down. I don't need you to survive. Only thing I need is Christ himself. And I got that. But you need somebody else to put you out there like that. I pay you the fool. You can get the help that you need. You can get anything that you want to get if you put your mind to it. It's yours. It's at your disposal. All you got to do is reach out there and grab it. You can go on Google and YouTube and look at stuff all day long. It'll tell you how to live your life prosperously. Heck, if you want to be a crook, you can go on YouTube and it'll teach you how to be a crook. You got everything right there at your disposal and you won't even touch it. You won't even use it. I pay you the fool. Mr. T said, I pay you the fool. Because, see, I don't have to prove myself to you. I know who I am. I ain't always been this way. I've always been a strong-minded individual, but let me tell you something. I've had weak moments in my life where I feel like I was lost and I didn't know who I was. I think at some point we all been there and guess, second-guess who we are or who we was or who we were becoming and was looking for some type of validation from somebody to say, yes, this is who you are. Yes, I love you. If it's a lie or not, they telling you that. But at some point, you got to get you got to get some healing. You got to get through that process. You got to get off of that shelf. We had to get that can back looking fresh. So when you sitting on that shelf. Somebody come along and see you. They say, oh, yeah. But let me, let, let, me, let me go a little deeper for you real quick. This is more talk. You know how we do. We talk about damaged goods. A can has too much sodium. Now, you, you do have the low sodium, low salt, you know, products. But typically, the ones that everybody is going to buy because it's a little bit cheaper, you're going to buy the high in sodium canned goods. 
then if you can't get that, you'll say, well, I'll just buy it frozen. I mean, it's maybe a little bit better for you, but it ain't too much better. But check this out. You go over, when you go in the grocery store, typically, you go to the grocery store. If it ain't in the back of the store on the left-hand side, when you walk in, you go to your right, and the produce aisle is sitting over there, right? And majority of everything that you can get in a can, you can get it fresh. You can get it fresh. In the grocery store, right? Walmart, most of them got them over to the left. Wherever it's sitting. You can get it fresh. But we don't want to buy fresh. Here we go. Uh-oh. Somebody might be in trouble. Because we want things so easy. You don't want to present yourself fresh. You want to look fresh. But you're not. Because see, being fresh takes a lot more work. Being really valuable in a person's life is going to take a lot more work. See, the person that's going to pick you up and buy you is going to be worth having. And I don't mean they're going to really pay for you like you're a prostitute, but they're going to pick you up. They're going to purchase you like some like some produce, some fresh, good, green produce that's not rotted out. Still, it has all its value and is desirable. See, they got to take you home, right? And if you're corn, if you that nice golden piece of corn, they got to shuck you. They got to shuck the corn. Then they're going to take a knife, old school right here. They're going to take that knife and then they're going to cut all the corn right off the cob into a bowl or to that pot, which is that frying pan where are about to either boil or stir fry that corn. See, if you want to go back even a little older, you don't even see nobody picking peas no more. So you go to the, the fresh produce section or to the farmer's market, wherever you are, you go there and you can get some fresh peas. And you're going to, you're going to pop some peas. And you're going to snap your own peas. Or you go to the produce section and you get that fresh, real nice, juicy green broccoli. I mean, just look like, oh my God, it looks so radiant. It's so vibrant. It just, ooh, I can't wait to get that home. But see, when you get it home, you can't just throw it in the pot. Because it don't come easy. What's good for you don't come easy. You got to take it out the bag that you put it in. And then you got to chop it up. You got to chop it up to your desires. Depends on what you're cooking. You may have to take some ends and you might not, some end pieces you may not even use. Depends on what you're cooking. You may just want the head of the broccoli. You may want the whole piece, but in smaller, in smaller pieces. So you may have to cut the ends of them off so that way you only have the head and some of the stem of the broccoli. Right? There's a process to this. There's a little bit more work involved when you want something that's good for you. But see, we often don't want to pick up what's good for us. We want something that's made easy. So when you pick it up damaged goods, expect for it to be damaged. 
Expect for it to be high in salt and sodium. Yeah, it got you full. She got you full. But was she any good for you? He had made gotten you full and gave you the desires that you needed at that particular time. A temporary position. Was he any good for you? That's the question you need to ask yourself. How good is he? Is he good for my health? Is this going to help me live longer? Does this help me with my brain? My thought process? What about my limbs? What does this do for my bones? What does this do for my body? Let that sink in for a minute. But then you say you know who you are because you because you present yourself a certain way. When he picked you up, you were still damaged. Because see, when you know who you are, you have morals, values, and respect for yourself. True morals and values, and you truly respect yourself. They can't just pick you up and snatch you. Because if they take you, they already know they got to put in work. They should be able to look at you and know, I got to put in work. I've been out there and I, I've, I've read across a lot of easy products. Easy canned goods where I can just open up the can, pour in a pot, boil it, and go ahead and eat. I ran across plenty of them. But I also ran across some when I just looked at them, I said, oh, I got to put in work. If I, if I want that, if I want that product right there, that fresh produce, I can't just take that home and just throw it in a pot. I got to put in some work. Because when I look at her, she's vibrant. She's fresh. And I ain't talking about in clothing. I ain't, no, 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 no. You see, the Bible says you know a fruit. You know a tree by the fruit that it bears. You know a person by their fruit their actions, their spirit, their inner man. So when you see, when you see somebody and their spirit is showing, you already know what you can do with that, what you can't do with that. You either come right or don't come at all. But you can only do that when you know who you are. You can only present yourself that way when you're no longer damaged goods. The makeup is only temporary. You're only fooling somebody temporarily. Because see, that makeup got to come off. For all you just hide behind your makeup. You'll, you'll make up, you'll make, present yourself as a totally different person with that makeup. Hold on, I ain't done. So now, you don't gain weight. Uh-oh. You don't gain some weight. And you're unhappy with yourself. Damaged goods. You're unhappy. And now you want to, now it's time for you to overcompensate. Because 
you're not happy with yourself. With your, you're unhappy. So now you got to overcompensate by finding a man that's going to accept you, quote unquote, for who you are. Yeah, I'm big, but I can cook. So I'm going to cook for him all the time. I'm going I'm to give him sex whenever he wanted because that's my man. Not only that, I'm going to make sure I please him orally. He ain't got to worry about going nowhere else. I'm going to give him what he want. All this because you're unhappy. Damaged goods. You're unhappy. I've, I've seen it. You're unhappy with your weight. You're unhappy with yourself. And now you got to do other things to overcompensate for how you really feel about yourself. And so now you feel like this man ain't going nowhere else because you doing everything for him that's pleasing to him. And what you didn't know, he don't even like himself. So now y'all got two hurt people. So guess what? Because he ain't healed either. He's still going to cheat on you, boo. My sweetheart, honey bunch. He's still going to cheat on you. Because you ain't what he want. You ain't what he need. He don't even know what he want. He don't even know what he need because he don't even know what he want and need for himself. He's doing the same thing you're doing. So when he cheat on you, now you blame him. Oh, he cheated on me. Why? I was so great to him. I pleased him in every way possible. I, I, I was willing to bear his kids. I done did everything for this man. And now he's going to run out and leave me. I mean, if it was my way, I mean, you better love me for who I am. No, you had a problem with your weight. Remember? I pity the fool. You had a problem with yourself. You jumped into a relationship to overcompensate of how you was feeling within yourself. And then you thought somebody else was going to fix that for you. So then he, he, he played the game with you until he found somebody else. Then he might he might even try to keep you there anyways. After he cheated on you, you found out he's still gonna try to keep you there. If he can. And some of y'all are willing to stay. We're gonna work it out. We're gonna work it out. Everybody makes mistakes. Overcompensation. Because you don't know who you are when you shouldn't have been in it from the jump. Instead of saying, you know what? Gotta go. And be gone. Nah, but that ain't what we do. We make excuses why things going on. We make excuses to stay comfortable. We, we make excuses to mask ourselves from what we really should be having because you don't know how to get it because you're too lazy to get out here and get the help that you need because you're too busy wallowing your mess and as long as you can wallow in it, you think somebody's going to feel sad and they're going to they're gonna feel bad for you and as long as somebody's feeling bad for you, then you got some type of attention and guess what? Nobody's really worried about 
how you really feel on the inside about yourself. It's easier for you to mask that and not deal with yourself because everybody else is dealing with you. I pity the fool. So then you finally lose weight. Oh yeah, I'm hitting all areas. I'm hitting all areas. I ain't got time to play with you. This is more talk. So now you finally and decided to get out there and lose the weight. Most of you are not going to lose it naturally. You got something that will. But however you did it, it ain't even an issue right now. So now you got out here and you lost the weight. And now you really about to go crazy. Because you got your sexy back. And now you don't know how to act. You about to become a whole different person just because you lost some weight. But here's the question. Did the heart change? Because, see, your heart don't change just because your body changes. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. But the only way you can renew your mind is you have to believe it in your heart first. So if the man thinketh in his heart, thinketh in his heart, equivalent to mind, body, and soul, so is he. So you did all that for what? So you changed your whole lifestyle, changed your whole wardrobe, changed all your makeup, put on a different weave, put on a different wig, sewing, glued in, I don't care how you push it, pull it, or turn it. You don't went from flats to heels. You don't went from slacks to skirts. And barely got on a shirt. And you clubbing and partying and hanging out with friends every night. Because you got to show yourself off now because you're feeling good about yourself. No, you're not. You a liar. The truth ain't in you. You ain't feeling good about yourself. You just put on this persona for everybody else to feel good about you. And you thought that was supposed to make you feel different. All it did was stroke your ego a little bit. But your heart is still damaged. Your thought process is still damaged. As we used to say back in the day, you lost in the sauce. You lost. You're lost. There's still an infection running through your body that you haven't got flushed out of you yet. You haven't been to the doctor and got your healing. The doctor been walking with you every single day and you haven't even asked him for healing. You haven't even taken time out to rest and recuperate so you can get better. Damaged goods. I told you I was going to work for some feathers. I told you that. I told you that already. Don't play with me. See, these are the things that nobody wants to discuss. These are the things that nobody wants to deal with. Nobody wants to get down to the root cause of anything. 
We want to just scratch the surface and just deal with a little bit here and a little bit there and say that it's okay. See, these are things that don't want to be talked about. And you wonder why you're still stressing and going through the same thing, doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Insanity. Mama can't help you. Daddy can't help you. Mama's baby, daddy's maybe. Nah, neither one of them can help you. It's over for them helping you. They can pray for you. But if you don't believe in yourself, their prayers don't even matter. If you don't believe that you can be healed and be better for yourself, it don't matter how many people praying for you because the Bible says you got to have faith at least the size of a mustard seed. Just have that much faith. And then where there's two touching and agreeing, they shall ask and it shall be done for them, my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew 18 and 19. Oh, y'all wasn't expecting that, huh? Oh, you wasn't expecting to get the word. <laughs> I speak life unto you right now Into this atmosphere I speak life I speak peace I speak healing You gotta be able to speak this over your own life Everything lies in the power of the tongue your tongue has power. Whatever you speak out into the atmosphere is what's going to happen. Whatever you say, you shall receive. Keep saying, you make me sick. And you're going to be sick. That, but you know what? Let me stop because that, that's a whole nother podcast. That's no other, a whole nother episode. That you ain't ready for right now. We go, oh, we're going to talk about it though. That might be the next one. Find the help. Find what you need to be better for yourself. Remember, this ain't about just relationship. But this happens so much in relationship. But we forget about business. We forget about self. We forget about work. We forget about family and friends. This, everything I talked about today goes for all of that. This is about personal growth. You need to be better for yourself. You, you, can't all, you can't stay damaged goods. If you stay damaged goods, nobody's going to want, want you. They're going to move you to the side and reach around you and grab what they need. And if they, if they do get you, they realize that you're not fresh produce. So they're going to just take the easy route. Do what they want to do with you when they're done and bored. They're going to move on. That goes for men and women. This ain't a woman's thing. This is a man and woman. Because believe it or not, it's a lot of men out here hurting more than women. Oh, you don't believe me? Let a man get cheated on. You see how a woman act. You should really pay attention to how a man act when he gets cheated on. Oh, boy, he hurt. He's hurt. He's deeply cut. He don't know how to bounce back from that too well. 
He really don't. That's why you got to quit playing them games. Know who you are. And get the right person in your life that should be there. That's willing to put in the work because they know that what's in front of them is a lot more healthier for them. He or she needs to put in the work to have you in their life. This ain't about, oh, he got to do because I'm a queen. So he need to put in work to have me. No, you need to put in some work to have him as well. This is a two-way street. This ain't a one-way. This ain't a one-way. Men, quit picking up these one-way women. They're trying to make you prove yourself to them and they sit around like Queen Sheba and they ain't prove themselves to you. Know who you are. Gird up your loins and be a man. Have some morals and respect, some values for yourself. Be a man of integrity and a man of destiny. Know your purpose in life and move forward with what you are, who you are, and what you're doing. Yeah, I can stay on this all day long. It's a two-way street. There's not a woman out here that ever think that she ever going to just have me prove myself to her. And then I just win her over and then we just live happily ever after. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Because when I see that happen, I may get lazy on you real quick. And you be like, what's going on? Oh, the same. what you mean what's going on? The same thing going on with you. That's what's going on. You ain't doing nothing, so why should I? You got to prove yourself. It's like I got to prove myself. And you think I'm supposed to sit around and not do anything? And do everything and you do nothing? I know who I am. And I will not allow you to use me. Like you a queen and I'm a peasant. I'm a king. And I walk as such. I talk as such. I act as such. I'm an heir to the throne. Do you know who my daddy is? Matter of fact, do you know who my daddy is on earth and in heaven? You better ask somebody. You better know who my last name is. You know who I represent? The power I have in me? You think I'm going to allow you to use me? You think you're going to use me? You think you don't have to put in the effort to show me who you are? Huh. Man, you better wake up. This wasn't a woman check. That was a man check. You better wake up and quit being foolish. Quit letting society tell you that you got to do everything for this woman. She better be able to prove herself to you. When a man, When a king is trying to look for his queen... He needs someone of power. Got some status behind her. So in any moment, she needs to be able to speak up if it needs to happen. Well, because you, you prove that you do all the speaking and you do everything, what does she do? What you want her to do to take over and clean up the house and make sure she just prepare your meal 
I ain't looking for that. I can cook on my own. Now, I do want somebody that can cook. I enjoy that kind of stuff. But I need somebody of status. I need somebody of power. I need somebody that can push me to another level. If you weak, you can't push me to another level. I got to run. I got some things to do. It's your boy, Drew Moore. I will see you next Friday. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I enjoy speaking to you guys. Hey, if you need to get in contact with me, especially on here, you can always go to moretalk100 at gmail.com. Leave your comments, leave your concerns, leave anything. If you need to get in contact with me, you want to book uh, uh, me as a speaker at any any uh, uh, events, go to dmoremotivation at gmail.com. Or you can reach me at 585-612-1202. If you need to uh, use me as a life coach and need to book some sessions with me, um, you can reach me at the same number, 585-612-1202. Or Coach You to Greatness, C-O-A-C-H, the letter U, the number two, greatness at gmail.com. Coach You to Greatness at gmail.com. But hey, I got to run. I will see you guys next Friday. I appreciate everything. Peace and love. It's your boy Drew Moore. And that's it. See you next time.